I'm Julie Hyde, and I believe you can't be a leader of others until you are a leader of self. It all starts with leading you. So if you are ready to be the best leader that you can be, you're in the right place. I'll be chatting to a diverse range of leaders who will spill the beans on their leadership, how they changed the game, insights into their mindset, and how they built the courage and resilience to be a modern leader with impact. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Julie here, and I wanted to jump on and share a situation that I experienced a couple of weeks ago that I thought it would be worth sharing because I have absolutely no doubt that you'll be able to resonate with this, whether it be personally or professionally or both, um, no matter what your age is and what your experience is. And it's a situation where you are so angry and resentful of someone for a really good reason or a a reason that you think is absolutely valid and it's completely consuming you. Now, I've had many situations like this in my life, many you know, with friends, with family, with colleagues or staff. And it leaves you feeling really down, depleted, completely exhausted, and often feeling very disrespected because the reason that you are feeling like you are is more than likely because your values have been conflicted. And it takes your mindset down where you don't want it to be. And I believe it's a really unhealthy lens to be looking through. So the situation that I wanted to share with you, it's a very personal one and it's relating to my parents and in particular my dad who's very unwell at the moment and was taken to hospital as they suspected that he'd had a stroke. Now at the time of recording this, he's back home and is okay But the situation at the time did not play out well. And my sister and I were really struggling to talk sense or reason with my parents at this time. And it was creating a lot of angst and frustration. And it was, of course, a really highly emotive situation, which can sometimes cloud your self-awareness when things get really emotional. We both felt really, really disrespected at this time and respect is one of my highest values. Now, you might have had situations that you've experienced something similar to this where it just consumes you and your mindset. And your mindset is then completely clouded by this situation. And that is what happened to me. I was absolutely 100% consumed. I was absolutely furious. It's all I could think about. And anything I said or any time I tried to reason with my parents sort of fell on deaf ears, which made me even worse. And then, of course, I was chatting to people about it and they agreed with me. 
and believed that I was really justified feeling the way that I did, which is great validation because, you know, it makes you think, okay, so I'm not being unreasonable here, but it adds fuel to the fire. Now, I think it's great for you to talk to people about it, but you've got to be really aware that if they are agreeing with you, it is going to add fuel to that fire. And the fact is that you are probably completely justified in feeling the way that you do because you can't change the way that you feel. Now, the more I thought about this situation, the more angry I would get about it. And these feelings and emotions that were coursing through my body was not healthy and it is not healthy for anyone. This toxic stress and anger really impacts your well-being overall. And this is something that I have to be really, really conscious of, of course, because of my situation where I am doing everything in my power to ensure that my cancer stays away. So once I realized what I was doing, and it it took me a couple of days, this knowing, this realizing that all of this toxic energy is completely consuming me, it's surrounding me, it's running through all of my veins, was the motivation that I needed to change my lens about this. And also the fact that I don't want to have regrets where my family is concerned. Because the fact is I don't have a lot of time left with them, with mum and dad. And this is where leadership comes into play and where you have a choice. So I said before that you can't help the way you feel. You feel the way you feel and that's absolutely true. But you do have a choice in how you respond. And what I was choosing to do was to be really, really angry, to be really, really frustrated and I was holding a grudge. And you can keep going down that road of anger, of resentment, of blame, or you can choose a different path. And it can be a bitter pill to swallow because often you're not the one at fault. You're not the one being unreasonable. But as Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we go high. So in this situation, I chose to go high. And I'm often asked by people, how do I change a mindset? I've actually seen quite a few posts about it where people are really stuck in a real funk or they're just not in a good place and they're not sure of the steps to take to change their mindset about things, to get back into a good place, to start feeling a whole lot better about things or to just let something go because they just can't change it. And it's not an easy thing to do, but it certainly is possible because I find particularly around these times and when I was reflecting back on how I was feeling in my situation, there's so much noise that is going on. There's noise between the people involved and then there's a noise of others that you're talking to and your head can feel very, very full and very crowded. Mine felt like it just had a vice 
around it and it was getting tighter and tighter. But the majority of the noise can come from within. It's your internal dialogue, which is going crazy, creating a lot of noise. And it can become incredibly loud. And that's how I was feeling. As I mentioned before, I was totally consumed by this. It was the only thing that I was thinking about. And every time I was thinking about it, I was getting madder and madder. So I thought that I'd share the tips that I took to get out of this particular funk because it was incredibly emotional and I was absolutely furious about it. And I certainly was not being the leader that I wanted to be at that time. And this process is very similar to any situation where I'm wanting to switch my lens and take back control of a situation because I was giving away my power to someone else. I was not in control of um, how I was feeling or my actions or words that were potentially going to come out of my mouth in the future. (laughs) So the first step that I took in this process was to allow myself quiet time. It was a period of stillness that I came to the realization that this situation A, wasn't going to change and B, just was not working for me. So it's that process of allowing yourself quiet time where you can elevate your your thinking and reflect on the situation. And elevating your thinking is really, really important. It's like taking yourself up into a helicopter and looking down on what's going on. And it's in the stillness that you can then tune in to your intuition and listen to the steps that you should be taking or what messages are there waiting for you to hear. Now, I did this through meditation at 5 a.m. one morning because I couldn't sleep. And again, I'd woken up and I was completely consumed with my thoughts about this situation. And I thought, this has to change. So I meditated for 20 minutes. And in the stillness of that morning, when nothing was going on, the solution became really clear. And the messages that I needed to hear were also really, really clear. And they were messages solely for me. And this is a really, really simple practice of being still and quietening the mind, which is so, so powerful. And it was a complete game changer for me. And it has been on many occasions. So I've been meditating now for, I'm only a newcomer. I've only been doing this for just over a year and the power in it is really incredible. And I really notice the difference in myself when I'm not doing it. Now, I don't mind if you don't want to meditate, completely fine. If you had told me to do this, <laughs> say two years ago, I would have told you I cannot meditate. Um, but the point is that you really need to just find some quiet time and just sit there and just be. So whatever it is for you, because by doing that, you're able to break down what is actually going on here. 
gives you the ability to look objectively at the situation. It's removing the emotion. So these are some steps that you can follow as well. It's like removing that emotion. And I encourage you to look at it like it's a black and white movie just scrolling through. There's no colour. It's just bland. And you can really just look at the images there and really ask yourself the question, what is really going on here? It's letting go of your agenda and what you were trying to do that wasn't working. And it's really breaking it down. And for me, it was, I suppose, moving to that place of empathy for the other people involved in this particular situation. So my parents, it's moving to a place of empathy then and sort of thinking, okay, so if I was in their shoes, how would I be feeling? And then moving to a place of forgiveness for me, which is the going high bit. Now, I'm not excusing poor behavior, but I'm choosing to forgive because the alternative doesn't serve me. And being consumed with frustration, with anger, or even hatred is toxic for your well-being and can manifest in ways that you will regret. The moving to forgiveness part is not the easy bit, but I believe it's absolutely worth it. And in the situations where I have done this, and I'm here to tell you, I don't do this all the time, but in situations where things are really, really important to me, I do. So it won't be relevant in every situation, but I would say most. If you can forgive, if you can move to that place, you need to remove yourself from the situation. And what I realized was I was trying to control the uncontrollable. I'm not going to change an 84-year-old or an 82-year-old, no matter how hard I try. (laughs) And I'm not going to reason with them either. And the fact is that they're feeling really vulnerable, they're really scared, and they're also trying to hang on to some sort of independence, which is very quickly slipping through their fingers. And in that situation, they were trying to do the best that they could at the time. And I choose to accept that for them. That's what I choose to believe. And that's the power that we have as humans. We can choose to make any situation mean whatever we want it to be. So I was choosing to believe that my parents were trying to be difficult, that they weren't listening, that they were being incredibly frustrating, that they were being really disrespectful, that they were taking advantage, but that I choose not to believe that anymore. And it completely flips the lens. And this is where, as probably... um, the next point in terms of the steps, it's taking the action that you are proud of. A leader acts as they must, not how they feel. And this is something that has stuck in my head for a very, very long time and often stops me from being reactive. Not all the time, but often. And often it's taking the road less traveled, which is often that one. It's about leveling up, It's about being a leader no matter what. 
especially if you're not wanting regrets. And that is definitely something that I didn't want and um, I don't want. So check back in with who you are as a leader. What are your values? What do you stand for? And what do you stand against? And then ensure that your actions are a reflection of this. I wasn't proud of who I was being. I was getting frustrated and I was shutting down and that does not help anyone. And that wasn't a reflection of who I am as a leader. And what I choose to do is to be there and support, as frustrating as this may be in certain situations, but I choose to be grateful of the time I have with my parents. And that language of choosing is really, really important. It's not I need, it's not I have to, I choose to do this. It's much more empowering. So I hope that this has helped you or might help you with future situations. I am by no means perfect at this at all. But the trick is to eventually get to the place where you have some self-awareness about it. And that's where the process that I shared, particularly starting with creating yourself stillness, creating yourself silence, or going through that practice of meditating can absolutely help. When you quieten down everything that's going on, you can see the situation for absolutely what it is. And let's face it, there is so much hatred. There is so much anger in the world right now. And if more people can role model the way forward with forgiveness and with being a true leader of self, we'll have a better world. It's not about being perfect. And it's not about denying your feelings. It's just about choosing a different path. And let's be honest, sometimes having a tanty and getting the frustration out is a great thing. But it's what you choose to do after that that matters. So thank you for tuning in. I really hope this has helped you. And thank you for being a leader of you. 